This is the MG Car Club podcast. This week we're recording live behind the scenes as spectators return to racing at Alton Park. The MG Car Club podcast. This week's MG Car Club podcast, uh, it is a momentous occasion for motorsport fans, not just because it is the second round of MG Car Club racing at Alton Park, but also it is the first time in, well, over a year that spectators have been allowed to go and watch the racing. So trackside and running things down at Alton Park for us this weekend is Mark Bolsh. Hi, Mark. Hiya, how are we doing? Good, thanks. Uh, more to the point, how are you and how's the weather at Alton Park? Well, it's one of those very unusual days when I can actually use the sentence, it's sunny at Alton Park. <laughs> Amazing. I mean, we've had terrible weather in the lead up to this race weekend. Most of the UK is blanketed under gale force winds and heavy rain, but somehow the gods have shone on Alton Park. It's amazing. Well, the thing is, we had a really wet meeting here last October, so much so that sadly we actually had to abandon a few races. Um, so when I booked this particular date, I, I did actually book some weather as well. And although I never actually received a receipt for that booking, it does seem to have come through for us. <laughs> well, absolutely. And it's nice to see uh, people being able to go and watch motorsport again. What are the crowds like around the track? People must be really pleased to see racing again. Oh, they definitely are. And it's not just great for the spectators. It's great for the competitors. Uh, we've got over 100 of our MG Car Club members here racing in the various championships. We've got nearly 100 of our keep classic racing guests with us as well and uh, there's a good number of competitors around i haven't had a final gate figure yet but we're up towards a sort of five or six hundred people here today oh that's really good as you say it gives the competitors a real lift doesn't it because uh, you know as much as they they love their racing they do love to see the crowds out cheering them on and enjoying the cars as well don't they yeah and i think people often miss the fact that they do really see and hear them I know it's, it's hard to believe when they're in their race cars and in their little cocoon there and so focused, but believe me, when I do the interviews afterwards with the drivers, they're always so appreciative of the, the applause that they hear from the crowd and the flags that fly and everything else. It means a lot to them. And obviously the first time a lot of people have seen a race car in over a year, so what's been the feedback around the paddocks as people have finally got out and seen Alton Park for the first time in ages? Oh, they're all so happy. I mean, a couple of people have said to me, marshals as well, have said that last night was a bit like Christmas Eve for them <laughs> uh, and they didn't really sleep because they were so excited about coming back again today. Oh, that's really nice. So let's look at the programme we've got for today, today being Saturday the 22nd of May, the second round of MG Car Club Racing at Alton Park in Cheshire. Uh, it started, Mark, with the BCV8 Championship qualifying this morning, didn't it? It did, yes. At 8.30 this morning, we were uh, right on the button and we started on time. Uh, we've had some uh, very, very busy qualifying and races some great results and uh, we'll be doing some presentations later to give away some silverware and Equipe Libra followed that shortly after how is the Equipe guys because they are sort of guests at the MG Car Club rounds they run all sorts of uh, different marks in that championship uh, well yes and three altogether um, so the Libra were as you say right in race two uh, race five is literally just finishing as I speak to you now uh, and that was the Equipe GTS mm -hmm. and then we have the pre-63 and 50s out a little bit 
bit later in race seven. Oh, fantastic. And they bring a slightly different dynamic to things, don't they? Because there's lots of non-MGs, lots of Triumphs, Austin Healy's, things like that racing as well. Well, and this is the other nice thing for the spectators that have been able to come today and indeed those that will be able to come to Silverstone in three weeks' time. Because, as you say, there's an eclectic mix of uh, vehicles on that particular grid. Um, with everything from Jaguar types to Lotuses to Triumphs to all sorts of machinery, including our very own MGBs and others. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it's a great lineup and great competition as well. It's door handle to door handle stuff there. Um, uh, back to the MG Car Club stuff, though, and we have the Mangaletsi MG Trophy. Tell us more. Well, we're very pleased to be sponsored by one of the MG main dealers here in Cheshire, uh, Mangaletsi, as you've, you've called them, and uh, they've uh, supplied a couple of cars for us to use as safety cars and course cars as well. Uh, so again, an opportunity for the spectators that are here to see some of the, the modern MGs in action going around the track, uh, albeit not in anger. Um, but also a chance for them to see them on the stand here and, and speak to the MG dealer directly. So that's been uh, another really popular move this particular weekend. And another new sponsor, of course, Cherish Vehicle Insurance, the MG Car Club's insurance partners, supporting the MG Cup. And they were out just after the lunch break this afternoon. How did that race go? Uh, it's usually quite thrilling stuff, isn't it? Yeah, we had, we had a couple of people that found the gravel this afternoon, unfortunately. <laughs> um, but I was talking to one of the drivers just now, um, young Maddie McGuire in a number 23 car, uh, and someone more excited you'd be hard put to find. She'd had a great time, even though she'd ended up in the gravel and she was second in class at that time. She still had a huge grin on her face, even under her face mask, I could tell, uh, and couldn't wait for race two, which is uh, actually race 10 on the programme a little later on. Brilliant. Uh, I suppose after the first opening round there at Donington, people are starting to settle in. You have got a lot of new faces on the grid this year, haven't you? Yeah, we've got a number of new drivers in pretty much every championship. And uh, the good news is that we have some more coming as the year goes on. Uh, we've had a couple of new confirmed drivers for Metro who are hoping to come uh, to Donington, um, which is uh, in July. And we've uh, another couple of trophy drivers that look like they might be coming back to racing with us in the near future. And after the first couple of rounds then, who do you think are the big contenders for the championship overall? Where are the big fights up and down the field? Oh, wow. It, it's very, very early. I, I know we're on sort of rounds three and four here at Orton Park today, um, but it is such a closely fought championship in each and every case that to pick out anyone now and say, you know, they're doing well and they're going to have a good win, um, that would be very, very hard to do. But we've a couple that had double header wins at Browns Hatch, so the likes of Mike Williams in his Metro in the MG Cup, but he qualified third for both races today, so he's got his work cut out. Um, and there's a few others that look like they might do well as, as the season goes on, but very, very early days at this point. Well, of course, also as well, we've got the Cockshoot Cup because it is in that part of the world, isn't it? And uh, this is the part of the championship that basically runs across the northern circuits throughout the season. Yeah, it is. So we're here in the heart of the northwest centre, and Cockshoot Cup is very much, as you say, a, a northern-based uh, championship. And I'm also delighted to say that we've had a large number of MGFs come out for this particular race meeting. So I think the largest number of Fs we've had in one race for some time. And they had a great first race, so um, looking forward to their second one as well. Oh, great. And, uh, you know, 25 plus one anniversary coming up at Gaydon shortly as well. I think it is the year for the MGFs. Yeah, no, it definitely is. And, uh, of course, 
that uh, hopefully means that we'll see a few more of them as the season goes on. I know that one of the F drivers, uh, who is called David Coulthard, but isn't the one you're thinking of, um, is trying everything he can to get as many of them out as possible. Uh, and it seems to be working. We did talk earlier on in the year before the season started, Mark, about some of the uncertainties around the pandemic and the impact it had had on entries for the racing. I think any worries that the pandemic had adversely affected grid numbers uh, was quickly put to bed, wasn't it? And uh, things seem to be, well, better than ever. Would you agree? Yeah, the phrase I hear a lot at the moment is latent demand. Uh, and I think we're definitely seeing that in the racing as well, is that you know people were denied having as much racing as they may have liked last year. I mean, of course, we did actually run three very successful race meetings in 2020, which is something that has been lost along the way a little bit. And we lost our first race meeting this year, of course. So people are really keen to get back to it, get back into it and get the adrenaline flowing again. Obviously, there are still a few restrictions in place. We are allowed to go racing, but obviously it's face masks around the pit lane still, isn't it? Yeah, it certainly is. And, you know, we understand that uh, we're a discretionary sport and that the government has allowed us to do what we do. Um, our governing body, the Most Sport UK, has done a lot of work on that. Uh, and as I sit here trackside at the moment, I'm looking across at one of our COVID-19 officers that we have here at the track, just making sure that everybody's behaving the way they should and we're keeping everybody safe. Brilliant. So uh, I talked to you uh, just early afternoon. Uh, what racing have we got left for today, Mark? Because uh, the point I'm getting across here is that, well, there's racing right the way past into the evening, isn't there today? Certainly is. So we've got five races left. Um, the next one on the programme, as I sit talking to you right now, is race number seven, um, which is the um, Equipe Pre-63 and 50s. Uh, then we have race eight which is the second race for the mgb and c's v8 championship um and then we go to race nine which is the second race for our mg trophies uh, race 10 is mg cup and mg metros and then race 11 is the final race of the day for the cockshoot cup so lots of action still to come and of course, if you haven't made Alton Park this weekend, you can catch up with all of the results via the MG Car Club website. Just go to mgcc.co.uk, click on the motorsport button there, and you'll find the TSL live timing screens. We're also streaming all of our races, including this weekend's Alton Park via our Facebook pages. Uh, just search for MG Car Club on Facebook, and you'll see them there if you miss the live streams. They're there to watch on demand. And if you can make the next round, Mark, where is it? So it's at Silverstone on the 12th and 13th of June. I am delighted to mention that we will also be running some member parades and uh, details of how you can book uh, the opportunity to drive your MG around the iconic Grand Prix track will be going onto our website in this coming week. So um, around about Tuesday of this week, certainly before the end of May, um, look out for an announcement on the website and an opportunity to book your tickets to drive around Silverstone Circuit. Excellent. We'll also share that on the weekly newsletter, of course, the MG Car Club's weekly e-newsletter, which you can also sign up for via mgcc.co.uk. Uh, Mark, I'd better let you get back because you've got trophies to give out and uh, backs to pat uh, after a good day's racing. And uh, it must be good for you as well to be out there amongst the crowds and the racers and getting a little bit back to normal. Definitely is. Looking forward to giving the trophies out. That's one of the fun bits of the day. Sad we can't have the spectators in the paddock with us yet. Um, but they're out on the outside of the circuit but hopefully we'll get back to that soon and they can come along and uh, applaud the drivers at the end of the day soon as well 
Brilliant stuff. Mark Bolsher, Alton Park for round two of the MG Car Club Race Championship. Thanks for joining us. Thank you very much, Wayne. I'll speak to you soon. The MG Car Club Podcast. The MG Car Club, the mark of friendship. To take advantage of our many membership benefits, access to our centres and registers, and to receive your copy of Safety Fast magazine, join us now at mgcc.go.uk. Sharing your passion for MG on the MG Car Club podcast. Well, that was Mark Bolsch there giving us the lowdown from Alton Park from an organiser's perspective, but also now I have with us Richard Woolmer. Hiya, Richard. Hi, how are we doing? Good, thanks. Most will have heard of you before, and if they've not heard of you, they will have seen you at big events like the Goodwood Revival, throwing Healy Sprites around and all sorts of uh, uh, brilliant cars. Um, you were supposed to be out racing today, weren't you? Because, uh, as Mark mentioned there, Equipe, uh, with their three races, are the guests of the MG car club at Alton Park but it hasn't quite gone to plan for you Richard no not not this weekend um unfortunately we we suffered uh, a gearbox issue during testing on Friday and uh that that was uh, that was terminal we couldn't find couldn't find a replacement so that put me out this weekend unfortunately and that would have been the Elva Courier that you were driving in a keep was it yes yeah family owned um Elva Courier this weekend but uh alas not to be well, you have been making yourself useful, I understand, around the pit lane. So what have you been up to behind the scenes at Alton Park today? So uh, as a company, we had nine customer cars here as well. Um, uh, nine customer cars in three different races, uh, which kept us busy. Um, we had, what was it, uh, two Healy 100s, uh, two Healy 3000s, two Elva Couriers, uh, a Turner... Uh, an MGB, an MGA, uh, <laughs> all sorts, all sorts. Well, of course, uh, you know, this is the, your family business and Walmer Classic Engineering Limited based, uh, well, not far from uh, Bedfordshire. I've been down to visit you on a couple of occasions before and it's quite an outfit there. Very much a family business, isn't it? But a lot of experience on not just Austin Healy's, which you're well known for, but the MGs as well. And you've been driving for uh, several years, Richard. I mentioned Goodwood Revival at the start there. Right? You've had some epic battles there as well, haven't you? Yeah, um, well, my, my most, no, most notable um, uh, at Goodwood would be my win in 2016 in the Freddie March Memorial Trophy. That was that was an amazing achievement. Uh, that was driving a, a HWM Cadillac, which is a, a unique car that was built in the 50s. Um, yeah, five and a half litre Cadillac V8 powered British sports car, which was um, an absolute hoot. Uh, otherwise, it's, um, I mean, I've, I've, I've been very lucky to drive at at the revival on a number of occasions and and the members meeting um with uh, i mean if, if you if you search things like uh, austin healy drift in youtube and that kind of stuff it, it brings up all sorts of uh, uh clips of me <laughs> if i was to bring my uh, mg into Walmer classic engineering and say uh, what can you do for me how was the process of taking a customer's car preparing it for racing and then what sort of support do you give so we we support um, we, we can supply kind of whatever the customer demands really we can do everything from um, uh, you know a, a bit of uh, kind of light um, preparation work even advice on preparation um, 
right up to preparing the car, taking the car to the event, uh, running the car, uh, you know, so mechanically running the car all weekend, supplying any fluids and spares and fixing problems, and then bringing it back and either repairing any damage afterwards or fixing problems or just a, a re-prep and on to the next one. So it, it's, yeah, it's, we, we offer a, a very wide um, wide range of, of uh, support packages, I suppose. And it's ideal if you're the sort of driver who really does want to take racing seriously because it allows you to focus on driving and the race and what you've got to do to prepare yourself without having to worry about getting back to the pits and getting the spanners out, basically, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. And, um, you know, um, some of our customers are are more than capable of picking up a spanner and, and chipping in if they need to, whereas others have, have you know never touched a spanner in their life and, and wouldn't know which end of a screwdriver to use. You know, there, you, there is very much kind of both ends of the spectrum. But as you say, the main, the main thing is it very much takes the pressure off um, uh, for the driver, having, having that, that sound in your mind that, you know, you can get back and any problems, you've got a technician who knows what he's talking about, knows what he's doing, that can hopefully sort any problems that you have out. And what sort of problems were there out at Alton Park today, or were all the cars running sweetly? Oh, wouldn't that be nice? <laughs> um, uh, we had, uh, well, we had quite quite wet conditions this morning, so there were a couple of small electrical issues uh, due to the weather, um, but uh, we had an alternator die in, in testing yesterday, which was just, just the water got into it, and and shorted it out um uh, otherwise today um the only real failure was um seems like we've got some kind of an engine issue in the mga um otherwise uh, the rest of the cars actually ran very well um uh, almost without a hitch <laughs> it must have been nice being in the paddock with spectators around as well um and you know although we didn't see huge numbers at alton park there were a good few it's nice to see motorsports sort of returning to normal, I suppose. Yes, absolutely. No, it's. It, I mean, they're, they're actually, uh, I didn't notice, uh, I don't know if it was just because I was busy today, I didn't notice too many spectators around. But, um, uh, yeah, no, it, it, I, I have actually missed, you know, um, some of the, the general public questions that you get on a weekend, you know. Uh, I mean, we're, we're very open and um, like to think we're quite approachable on a, on a race weekend. And we do, we do chat to the public and, and, you know, get the questions and, and various uh, technique, either technical questions or the, you know, slightly more mundane, you know, how fast does it go? How much power has it got type questions as well. Um, but no, it, it's, it, it's had, a, it's had a nice atmosphere, especially with the sun coming out this afternoon, you know, it, it's, um, it's really been quite quite a uh, a nice end to the day. Brilliant. Well, it's great to have a keep along because we love seeing the MGs race, and of course, from the MG Car Club. But uh, having that race there just brings other marks in, doesn't it? And I know you, as a driver, who've, who've raced right across the marks and enjoy historic racing. That's what it's all about, isn't it? People getting to see all sorts of historic cars out in action. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, I couldn't agree more there. You know, uh, it's events like, you know, your Goodwood revivals and your, your Festival of Speeds where, you know, you can have everything from a pre-war car right up to a contemporary F1 car. Yeah, that's what people want to see. 
yeah, they want they want the full experience. So um, no, it's, it's really great that the MG Car Club have kind of teamed up with the keep and and uh, I mean we had everything this weekend in the Libra race. We had everything from a um, uh, a Griffiths 500 to to a little Sprite, you know, with E types and uh, there's usually a Mustang out. There's you know all sorts. So no, it's it, uh, a keep being part of the MG Car Club. I think has been a, a great step for them, definitely. Yeah, it's great. And of course, we get to talk to you as well, Richard. And uh, we know we like to see you drifting at cars at circuits all over the place. So what's next from you going forward from Alton Park? So I'm actually out at Goodwood next weekend uh, doing some demonstration runs, uh, which uh, should be a lot of fun. I'm, I'm hoping I can I can borrow a, a customer car for that. Not sure which one yet, but um, uh, potentially the HWM I'm, I'm thinking. I just need to give them a ring. Uh, and then after that, we've got a couple of weeks, and then we're at Silverstone Grand Prix um, with the keep again. For you as a driver, it must be awesome to get let loose out on Silverstone and for the big circuit as well. Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, fingers crossed I can I can fix the Elva and, and be out in that. Uh, I mean, <laughs> the Grand Prix circuit for me actually isn't, isn't one of my favourites because um, it doesn't suit my car particularly well being a, a light low power car it's it tends to get um swallowed a bit by the by the big power cars on on silverstone grand prix but uh no i mean as as a circuit and as a yeah from a driver's point of view it's it's lovely to to be able to do yeah as you say the 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 big prestigious circuits like that occasionally for anyone listening richard you know you're a young guy coming up through the ranks of historic racing and it's great to see young faces to be honest behind some helmets and you know, it'd be great to encourage a few more along. So share some words of encouragement or wisdom to anyone listening to this who might want to get into historic racing. Yeah, I mean, you can do a lot worse than uh, picking yourself up a, a midget or a Sprite and, you know, with actually not a lot of money, um, you can put together a reasonably quick little car to get to get going with that, um, that, you know, you can have an awful lot of fun in. You know, a Sprite is, yeah, in wet conditions with a decent driver capable of, of a kind of a, a certainly top 10, if not even top five finish in a keep. Um, and it's still, you know, one of, I'd say, the cheapest forms of motorsport that you can get into. You know, people tend to link the classic scene with being very expensive these days. But uh, if you want to get into racing, going classic racing is still one of the cheapest options. And of course, it's a real friendly family as well around the circuit, isn't it? Everyone looks after each other and, and you do support each other. You know, when you're out on track, it is every man for himself. But behind the scenes, there's a lot of support for each of the competitors, isn't there? Absolutely. I mean, uh, I've I've worked in modern motorsport um, earlier, earlier on in my career. And, you know, it is so cutthroat in, in modern stuff. You know, you, all the teams are kind of pointing daggers at each other all the time and you're you're being very secretive and you're hiding things. And, you know, it's 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 really, really ruthless. Whereas in historics, yeah, as you say, everyone laughs and has a joke. You know, usually there's a, a big barbecue. Covid, obviously, you know, pre-Covid, there used to be a big barbecue uh, night before a race everyone would go along with a load of beers you know you all you're all mates you're all chilling you know having fun um and you know again if someone has a has a big accident or whatever then there's always people on site to you know to to help out and 
and uh, either try and fix the car or or help help you know whoever it is get the car into a trailer that kind of thing. It's it's a a really lovely place to be in the historic paddocks. Um, it always has been, even at the big events like revival and and those kind of events. You've still got that that lovely atmosphere that comes with you know the whole historic racing scene. Um, I, I wouldn't go back to modern motorsport if you paid me now. I really wouldn't. Of course, friendly for spectators as well. You mentioned before that you get a lot of questions, and that's only because people are allowed into the paddocks in normal pre-COVID times, and soon, no doubt. But they can approach you and they can ask you questions and find out more about racing and get close to it, can't they? Absolutely. And again, that's what you want. You know, You don't want to be hiding behind you know, hiding behind barriers and trying to get a glimpse of a racing car. You know, you, you want to be able to get up and up, up close, up, up and personal, talking to the drivers, talking to the mechanics, seeing how it all works. And then, you know, hopefully then um, sorting out your own car and going motor racing. Richard, brilliant to hear you talking about motorsport. Brilliant to see you're out and about this season in a keep. And I uh, hope you get your Elva fixed. <laughs> we get to see you flat out at Silverstone, as we'd expect. Uh, but uh, if you want to find out more about uh, uh, Woolmer Classic, you can go to their website, woolmerclassic.co.uk, to find out more about the family business there. If you're into something a bit weird and wacky, um, I've, I've got some, some slightly more oddball uh, cars on my Instagram as well. Um, you know, my my mark ii sprite for example that's true yes now we did share, share a picture of this on the mg car club facebook page and uh, this is an i think the picture was outside of caffeine and machine was it is that right and it is it is slammed to the deck this sprite and it's got like a ground to air missile launcher coming out the bonnet <laughs> <laughs> yeah nicely modified we like it well we'll put a picture of that car up on the description part of the podcast when we publish this at mgpodcast.uk for those of you listening on the feed uh, you can go and see a picture of that but uh, of course uh, check out richard Woolmer's instagram and uh, social media links there we'll put a link to all of that on the description part of the podcast page but uh, we'll let you go and recover from a very busy sounding Alton Park now, Richard. So thanks so much for joining us here on the MG Car Club podcast. No worries. Thanks. Thank you for having me. Subscribe to receive new episodes of the MG Car Club podcast at mgpodcast.uk.